When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the Host Plus Sandful League. Welcome back to the Sandful Show. Sam Fantasia joined by Dan Menzel. Men's a great chat there with Port Magpies coach Tyson Goldsack. Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the Host Plus Sandful League. Finals this weekend. One of the blokes who I think is going to star in the finals is James Battersby from Sturt. And he joins us now. James, welcome to the program. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Right, great to have you on. A uh, bit of a scare in the last quarter against North Adelaide where they got within one point, but your boys managed to kick away. Can you just run us through the game and, um, you know, what you sort of kicked into gear in that last term to run away with the victory? Yeah, I think that's been the tell of our season. We like to make it a bit hard for ourselves throughout the year. Uh, We've won a couple of close ones and lost a couple. Um, Oh, we started really well. We started hot. We wanted to really focus on that. and then the second half was a bit of a tale of two halves. I think North had everything on the line. Um, they needed to win that game to make the final spot. So the second half, they kind of changed their game a bit and just kind of went hell for leather, which maybe caused a bit off guard. Um, but as you said, we were able to steady in that last quarter and I think kick a couple of goals and end up winning by about three goals in the end, which was pleasing. Yeah, it was a really good win, James. And uh, 14 wins and four losses this year, which is a pretty comprehensive and dominant season. Did it feel like you were in control of the season um, throughout the majority of this year? Um, good question. I think you can always put it down to almost two seasons in one. I think we started off really red hot. Um, I think we won our first eight games, if I, if I top of my head. Um, we then went through a little bit of a, or what we call a bit of a slump, um, and that comes with a bit of a young team. It's, it's hard to it's hard to just keep winning and putting in great performances, especially in the sample this year with such an even competition. Um, so I think we went through a little bit of like a bit of a lull where we were, you know, had a couple of losses and just not playing the way we wanted to play. Um, but I think the last kind of four weeks, we've really started to click into gear um, and started to play the footy that we want to play coming into the final series. Beautiful. And uh, you, the Crows and the Bays seem to be the best three teams in it. Did you watch the Crows game over the weekend and sort of how Norwood got over the top of it, top of them? And can you take anything, anything from that? Uh, we have watched a little bit. We'll probably do a bit more vision later in the week, but we're also fortunate enough to play the Crows a couple of weeks ago. Um, and obviously they, they got the better of us and their team will probably look a little bit different than what it did two weeks ago. Um, but I think they're solid. We know how they want to play and they want to play against us. So we, we did review that game quite heavily and have learned some stuff that we did well and learned some stuff that we didn't do that well and we have worked on it. Um, and we just can't wait to get out there this Sunday. Speaking of game styles, uh, your side's game style has sort of evolved between last season and this season. Can you run us through that, what some of the changes have been made and um, you know how, how a coach goes about implementing those changes in the off-season and maintaining them throughout the season? Yeah, I think we identified at the end of last year that we probably weren't where we wanted to be um, and probably didn't have the game style that could probably win a premiership in the sample at this stage. Um, so we made a leisure group and coaching staff and just thought we had to just tinker a few things um, in order to believe to play game style that can to win a sample premiership. 
Uh, so we obviously we third uh, mind of Marty Mutter is a very defensive minded team. Um, but we've just tinkered a little bit in terms of our offense to just have that offensive threat in games where we can you know, blow out a game or kick kick ninety or hundred points to maybe win against a team like the Crows and Glenelg or all the teams in the finals. Because um, so I think you need to have that firepower um, to be able to win finals. Uh, it's a really interesting point, James, uh, because in last year's elimination final, the lack of potency certainly was evident. So it's a great pickup and, and change and tweak there. And I guess the other one that helps with that is the form of Josh Hone, Gribble and Burrows this year up in your forward line. Yeah, they've been they've been absolutely fantastic. I think Josh Owen is clearly probably clearly the best small forward in the competition, and he's had an outstanding year. I think finishing third in the Ken Farmer, um, so that's just a testament to his year. But also, yeah, you're right. You touched on Lachlan Burrows and Ollie Gribble, um, and they've been inconsistent for now to four to five years, and it's done, we're starting to reap the rewards of their hard work and you know doing their time in the reserves, and they're playing some really good consistent league football. I think also Lachlan Burrows finished top five or six in the Ken Farmer. And he's really good with his voice and structure, and he knows most of the full in the forward line and helps out players like the Olby Gribbles, but then we have a bit of a mixture there. But they've been awesome, and we hope for a big final series from all three of them. Yeah, absolutely. And they those games will be at Adelaide Oval. So speaking of, has there been much talk about the ground and how to play the, the ground? It's a much different uh, venue compared to Wigan Oval when it comes to dimensions. It is, it is different dimensions and probably the surface. Um, no, we, we haven't spoken about that. Um, oh, the benefit of the sample is you play everyone everywhere. So, you know, there's grounds like West Adelaide, Ponderosa, which is massive. So we played everywhere and, and, and won at most grounds. Um, we have this year, though, forward planned and started to train it at different venues just to kind of get those dimensions right to Adelaide Oval. And obviously it's a different ground to Wigan. So, yeah, we have we have forward planned and trained at some different venues just to accommodate for that. Um, but we, we, we played on big grounds and won on big grounds, so, no, we're excited to get out there. Would you like to see some potential changes to the final structure and a bit of a reward for effort for the teams that do finish sort of second, third on the ladder and being able to play a home final at their home ground just to get that advantage that you might feel like you've earned with such a strong season? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I was actually speaking about this with someone last week. I said, when's the last time Stanford had home finals? Um, oh, it's, it's, it's just a preference. Like, I think all players uh, know that all finals are played on Adelaide Oval and everyone's excited to play on Adelaide. It's such a great ground, great facilities. Everyone gets excited to go there. But then you, you're right. The other side of the story is you can, you know, get a home final if you finish second or, or fourth. Uh, obviously first, um, and play against the home crowd where you're comfortable, you know the ground. So, um, oh, it's, it's a catch-22. I would personally love playing that late oval. Um, it's such a great ground, and it means that it's finals. But I'd also love to play home ground at Unley Oval because oh, it'd be amazing. The crowd there would be, travel there would be in full force. So, um, oh, I'm happy with it, to be honest. Yeah, no doubt. The, it'd be nice to play at home, but as you mentioned, it's so good playing at Adelaide Oval. Hey, question on uh, Pat Wilson. Will we see him back this week? Is he expected to play? Yeah, another another good question. Um, he will train tonight. We've got our main session tonight. Uh, he did train last week, but we just, the coaching staff, just thought we'd hold him off for one more week as last week didn't have too much bearing on our, on our ladder position. So, he will train tonight and all things going well, get through. Um, he's uh, put himself up for selection. And just personally on your year, James, you've had another very consistent year. How do you compare it to your last four or five seasons? Do you think it's better or would you say that you've potentially been better over the last couple of years? 
Um, yeah, good, good question. Um, I, I thought I've, I've done a full pre-season this year, which I haven't had in a while just due to off-season surgery. So that's obviously, you hear everyone talk about pre-season holding a good step for the season. Um, yeah, I've just made a couple of tweaks in my game about maybe getting the ball a bit more forward and instead of in the back half of the ground, to be a bit more damaging. So oh, I'd, I'd say I'm, I'm still trending in the other, other direction. I'm getting not getting younger. So <laughs> I need to be playing consistent footy. Otherwise, the young boys will be nipping at my heels. So um, oh, I've had a pretty consistent year, but more, more keen to see what the next four weeks hold. James, thanks so much for joining us, mate. All the best. 3.15 p.m. Adelaide Oval against the Crows. Uh, if you're listening and you want to listen to the match, you can join Paul Bonza and Jack Hanneth on 1629 SENSA. James, thanks again for joining us and all the best for that matchup. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. No thanks, James. Worries. Up next, we'll have Dan Menzel's Team of the Year. And yes. Anything else you want to run us through, Menz? Oh, I'm looking. Nah, we're going to spend a bit of time on the Team of the Year, and that man we just spoke to will certainly figure in that. There's one that I'm going to give away early. He's had a great year, and uh, as I mentioned, the consistency of this season for him and a few of his teammates have been a big reason why they are in the top three and they have that double chance. So we'll go through the team of the year next and uh, I'm looking forward to going through that. And uh, uh, if you've got any questions for me on any of it, then give us the feedback. It'd certainly be interesting. I'm sure there'll be plenty of that. And even you, Sammy, if you think that maybe I've missed one or two, then uh, definitely let me know.